Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback? Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within, combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Petrie Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954 MSRP 49,905 excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown, baby! Now, here are your hosts, two-time All-American punter Drew Butler. Mark Rick would like Drew Butler to hit it a mile in the air. And he did. What a kick. And the SEC's career leader in touchdown passes and completions, Aaron Murray. Touchdown in stride as he crosses the goal line. Put it right on his hip. What a throw. Now, with the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Get to the house. Sideline. Pylon. Touchdown. And the dogs are on the board first. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Welcome in to the Punt and Pass Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Aaron Murray. Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. Aaron is at AaronMurray11. I am at Drew Butler. And be sure to head on over to PuntandPass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. It's got our picks up there. My man Murray went 2-0. and on his locks of the week, we had to switch up the juju last week. We each put two picks in. I got back on the board. I went one one, but Murray went two and zero. We each went two and three against the spread. But punt and pass, man. I just want to tell you about Cincinnati and Tulsa. You just didn't want to. You didn't trust me. I'm, you know, I, I, I need to. I need to listen a little bit better, especially when it comes to Cincinnati. I got a little bit too emotional about them after the first edition of the college football playoff rankings a week ago. Uh, they will probably still be on the outside looking in. After just squeaking by Tulsa, as you correctly call, but head on over to puntandpass.com. You will know about all of those leans, all of those predictions. If you check out our blog, check out our YouTube page, which we're doing right now, a little international action of the Punt and Pass podcast. I'm out on family vacation right now. Turks and Caicos, not too bad, but you know the pod has to continue on, so we are making it happen on a Sunday night, puntandpass.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on YouTube as well. We're having a lot of fun over there. And this episode of Punt and Pass is brought to you by our brand new partners over at Solomon Brothers Jewelers. Solomon Brothers Jewelers is the top-rated jewelry store in Buckhead and Alpharetta. And the best part about Solomon Brothers is it is for anyone with any budget, big or small. And how about this? If you mention Punt and Pass, when you head to Solomon Brothers, you get 10% off of your jewelry purchase. And get this, Aaron and I last week... Went into the Buckhead store, Solomon Brothers, 17th floor tower place in Buckhead. Hung out with Jaron Solomon, the president. Hung out with Maya, who took care of our wives really, really well. And Aaron, how was that experience at Solomon Brothers? That in-store experience, 17th floor tower place in Buckhead. I mean, if you want to really, really 
make waves in your relationship, big or small, you got to head over to Solomon Brothers. I was shocked. The ladies loved it. Drew, as soon as you got there, it was straight to the bar. Where's the bar? Let me get my drinks. <laughs> we know the ladies about to do some damage. Absolutely. And have a good time. So uh, we threw a couple back. We were like, it's a beautiful view. I just, it's, it's always so funny because my wife, Sharon, is always one to over prepare. You know, we go to dinner. Yeah. She's looking at the, the, the menu like at noon and it's already have what. Same thing last week. I was like, all right, you had a kind of idea, but we're, we're you know, we're. She's, oh, I know. I've been on the website. I've seen it. I know what I want. I'm a woman on a mission. <laughs> and shoot, she got there. She thought she knew what she wanted. And then she saw everything else that they yeah. had. And she's like, oh, maybe, you know, in person, maybe I want this. Maybe I want this. Maybe I want to check this out. And and we just had an absolute blast. And uh, she's just toting around her brand new bracelets. Yeah, it's not going to be the last time or the first time that we head over to Solomon Brothers. Regardless, they've got two locations, Buckhead and Alpharetta, the lowest prices on the highest quality jewelry and diamonds, guaranteed. They also offer interest-free financing options. And again, if you mention Punt and Pass, you get 10% off your jewelry purchase, which is absolutely awesome. So check them out at Solomon Brothers on Instagram, SolomonBrothers.com. We had a fantastic time, so shout out to the crew over at Solomon Brothers. We're going to continue to be working with them, especially with some SEC championship activations coming up, Aaron. I know you're going to be busy on CBS. I'm fired up, man. The dogs are looking really good, and the rest of the SEC, not so much. So let's start right there. Let's start right there with the SEC. Florida gets absolutely smoked by South Carolina. Rumors right now, they're taping this on a Sunday night. Rumors right now that Dan Mullen might be on his way out. I think that might be a little bit premature. Alabama struggling with LSU. Mississippi State taking it to the wire with Arkansas. Great game, Tennessee and Kentucky. Overall thoughts on the weekend, of course, Georgia taking care of business in a big way against Mizzou. I thought it was a great weekend. I thought the entertainment level was... And listen, I love, you know, people want these top teams to just blow everyone out. Like, I don't want to, I like watching a four quarter game. Like everyone wants, oh, Alabama and Georgia and Cincinnati and Ohio State. Like you must win by three or four touchdowns. Like, no, if I'm going to watch a game, I want to watch a good game. I want to watch a four quarter battle. So I just don't get why everyone's bitching and moaning about it. So uh, I thought it overall was a great weekend of football. The Arkansas Mississippi State game was phenomenal. Love the way the energy that LSU came out. I mean, they defensively, yeah, you called I mean, that. Their, their, their hair was lit. They were bringing pressure. It seemed like every single play. Tennessee, Kentucky, both those quarterbacks were balling out. Tennessee, their yeah. first quarter, had the ball for like 27 seconds. It's had two touchdowns, like 270 yarders. Uh, and then South Carolina with their third string quarterback, guy who's never played FBS football, came in there and, and looked pretty darn good. And Florida is just it's a mess. It's a dumpster fire. It's it is. It is and Dan a, Mullen coming out there, I don't know if you saw it, he's coming out with the excuse of, and it, I mean, it could be true, I don't know if it's about the uh, flu game. qualify as an excuse or not, but a bunch of the guys had the flu heading into the game. I thought the flu was dead. I thought the flu was no more. I thought we had moved past that, but you are correct. He did say like 20 to 30 guys legitimately had tested positive for the flu, including Emory Jones. No excuse for the performance that they Why put Why is Emory claiming that he has the flu? I agree. He's like he got tested Tested positive Saturday morning. Is he trying to pull an MJ? <laughs> you know, they're in the flu game for Florida. 
I have no idea, but a horrible look for Dan Mullen and the Florida Gators. I mean, obviously, Georgia Boat raced them a week ago. They were looking to pick up the pieces, heading to a much lesser opponent, of course, with South Carolina. That's a big win for Shane Beamer at South Carolina in his first season at the helm. I mean, say what you want about the talent on the field or about just the rivalry in general, South Carolina and Florida. Huge win. Huge win. Well, they can make a bowl Carolina. game now. Absolutely. They, they have a chance. They want their one win away to making a bowl game. The rest of their season is Missouri, which is a very winnable game as we've yeah. seen Missouri play this year. I, I would take right now South Carolina on the road. Sunday night is a one and a half point favorite. South Carolina then plays Auburn at home. You know, we'll see what the hell happens to Auburn after what happened. Oh, against my Texas God. Texas we haven't even talked and about that And then they get Clemson yet. at home. Yeah. I well, mean, I mean, watch Clemson out. Finish the season. Watch out, dude. I mean, Clemson yeah, can't listen, score. This is, a, this is a South Carolina team that may have seven wins wow. in his first year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly interesting when you when you bring that up. I totally forgot about Clemson. I mean, Clemson, they better get right before going to take on Shane Beamer and those South Carolina Gamecocks. Let's talk about the SEC on CBS Game of the Week, Auburn, Texas A&M. You and I were both on Auburn. I thought it would be a low-scoring game. It was low-scoring. 23 total points. Auburn, only three points. I was shocked at the ineffectiveness of Auburn's offense. I thought that they were certainly going to be able to put some points up on the board. Bo Nix had been playing with a lot of confidence. That offense certainly getting more and more consistent with some big wins down the stretch. They had the writing on the wall to set up the iron ball for the SEC West, and they dropped the ball this weekend in College Station. Are you leaning more into your boy, Zach Calzada? No, Zach was awful too. It was the defense that won. I mean, the only good thing about Zach Calzada was, you know, the dude has some some massive cojones. Yeah, you know, pops his shoulder out. How about that? I love the fact that they showed it. Him oh, getting his shoulder man. put back in the place. I was like, this dude's a badass in that. He can't throw a football, but you know, he's he's pretty tough. Um, I mean, neither quarterback played well. I mean, Zach Calzada, a couple throws here or there, he didn't help. Uh, Weidemeyer had a few drops early on. That's a little bit concerning. I thought Auburn in the first half looked pretty good, man. They were moving the football. They couldn't execute in, in inside the 40 yard line. Definitely couldn't execute in the red zone. I think the big turn of events was it was three to three. They're moving it down the field. They had to settle for a field goal, a chip shot. And this one of the main stories this weekend, SEC football. I know, man. Freaking kickers, whoa, man. Whoa, Freaking easy. kickers can't make easy. a field goal. They should have been up six to three. And, and as we know, playing down on the road, yeah. uh, A&M went down the field and I believe scored a field goal after that, maybe a touchdown. I don't know, one to two. But being up versus being down on the road is a completely different beast. So I think that if they were able to make a chip shot field goal, go up six to three, that kind of changes the the mentality of the football game. But give it to, to A&M, man. That defense is nasty. They did a great job stopping the run. And, and Bo Nix really wasn't able to do any of the, the Bo Nix stuff that we've seen him do this yeah. year. I mean, they, they didn't fall for his tricks, the run around and go right to left and right to left and Manziel as stuff They're like, no, 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 no. The only Manziel that we know was the guy that actually played on this field for the Aggies. Exactly. You're not going to be Manziel today on this damn field, sir. So they held him in check. Um, just was not his best performance. Neither quarterback played well. It was it was a defensive struggle, as we expected. It was a fight to who's not going to lose this or who's going to lose this game. It wasn't who can win this game. It was who's going to be the first team to F up and lose this game, and it was Auburn Yeah, with the turnover. Bo gave it up, trying to roll to his left, fumbled it. They picked it up, scored a touchdown, and from there, he kind of knew it was over. No, you're totally right. It kind of like harkened back to the 2010-2011 SEC on CBS games that 
you and I used to play in where defense reigned supreme and it was an ugly game and Nestler and Danielson were certainly having fun with that. I thought it would just be more exciting. You mentioned that first missed field goal by Auburn. You're kind of like, uh-oh, are the wheels starting to fall off? Any points were huge in that matchup on Saturday and credit to Texas A&M. Credit to Texas A&M. They took care of business at home. You've been saying it all season long, and I 100% agree with you. There is a true home field advantage in college football in 2021, and it played out this past weekend. That brings me to this question. Who is the class of the SEC West, Aaron? Is it still Alabama? Alabama obviously dropped it to Texas A&M a couple of weeks ago as a 19-point favorite on the road in College Station. Auburn, three big wins in a row. They just dropped it to Texas A&M this past weekend. Alabama struggles with LSU. Who's going to make it to Atlanta out of the SEC West? I mean, this is going to be a really interesting situation coming down to the finish line before that first weekend of December to take on Georgia. Well, it's 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 a cluster right now because I think everyone kind of still is in control. Not A and M's not Auburn is a little bit because if Auburn wins the Iron Bowl, you know then it's a two way tie between those three, and then you know A and M would get in because of the 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 win against both those teams. Yeah, but I think A and M made the tougher schedule on the way out. I mean they got Ole Miss on the road this weekend. I kind of like Ole Miss in that matchup. That's and where game day's going. On I think. the road as well. Yeah. So tough matchup. For those guys to finish the season off, you know, Alabama, it's just so confusing to me. You know, they're a team that they looked so good to start the year off. They played Mississippi State. They kicked their butt. It's like, who are you? Yeah. And then they come this week. They're a 20 and a half point favorite versus LSU. And the offense was average. A couple of big explosive plays. They couldn't run the ball at all, which is just crazy to me that you couldn't run the ball versus LSU. Uh, Defensively look really good, though. I mean, LSU, they couldn't buy a first down like they could not get anyone open at all i know a lot of fans were upset with max johnson and he didn't have a great game um you know with a turnover but there if you go watch the coach's copy there was no one open uh probably one of the better games i've seen Alabama in the secondary play this year to be physical at the line of scrimmage for for the crimson tide LSU team so I don't know man it's a crapshoot right now in the SEC West it's kind of like you know it, it, it's it's don't I mean even Ole Miss is three I know too I know in the in the conference so I don't know how it's going to play out I, I put my money on Alabama obviously home in the Iron Bowl to win that game to finish the season off yeah you'd have to think on the flip side Georgia fans are licking their chops to get anybody in that SEC championship game, even if it is Alabama, they're like, yeah, let's play Alabama. Dude, they want they want A and M. Georgia A and M. A and M wouldn't score a point against Georgia. I, I'm just telling you right now, I, yeah. I don't know. Georgia wants A and M. Georgia wants A and M. That would be a fascinating SEC championship weekend. Uh, you know, A and M would travel so strong to Atlanta. That would be a ton of fun. I don't know who's going to make it. I honestly, as of right now, November seventh at eight thirty p.m. on a Sunday night, I have no idea. Which is great because I think there's going to be a lot of excitement well, in the yeah, SEC Alabama West. should Alabama's going to win the next two games. They get New Mexico State, then Arkansas at home. Yeah. Um, so it's going to come down to the Iron Bowl, and and we will keep saying it, but that game is so kooky. And Bo Nix and those guys won it two years ago. I I, I know it's this in was Auburn. not their best performance this week, but yep. I think they they've shown me enough Auburn that they could possibly win that game in, in a few weeks. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it might come down to a field goal, and they'll have to make those field goals like they didn't do in College Station this past weekend. And speaking of field goals, man, Mississippi State against Arkansas. Mississippi State misses three field goals. Uh, their kicker, their senior kicker, missed a 23-yarder. Those sting. It might have been 26-yarder. And then a 43-yard field goal. And then Mike Leach brings in the relief pitcher to kick the game winner. And poor kid just never gave it a shot. Hooked it left. They lose after a valiant effort to get down the field by Will Rogers and that Bulldog offense to set up that field goal, Aaron. And postgame, Mike Leach, ho-hum. He's like, hey, if there's anybody that wants to come try out for the Mississippi State football team, uh, we're having open tryouts this weekend. Please come. Open tryouts if you can get cleared by the NCAA to come kick make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new audi from audi atlanta and what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish audi a5 sport pack hey it's finn along with my friends at audi atlanta here to introduce this city to the audi a5 sport pack with a versatile and athletic design the beauty lies within combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback and right now you can lease the audi a5 sport pack for 537 dollars per month find yours at audi atlanta and use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Peachtree Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954, MSRP 49,905, excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. It's a tough world out there, man. It is a tough world to be a place kicker, especially when things are going sideways. But when your team kick gets the you ball. in, I you know. have one job. Just kick the damn ball through the upright room. <laughs> Easy. E- I agree with you. I, I agree was, with you. It's so funny. I was scrolling through, like, I was on the on my flight, and I was just scrolling through, like, IG stories or something. And it was one of those comedians, Larry, like, bald, older guy. And he was going on a rant about how kickers aren't athletes. They're not okay. athletic. They're not really considered False. football False. players. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, why, why do we even have the kicker on the field? Like, why, why are we Dude. just rid of kicking and just play football without kickers? Dude. I'm not saying this is my thought. I'm just saying <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. I literally saw this on Friday You're hurting my on my flight. And then come Saturday, all these kicking issues happen in the SEC. Maybe he has something. Maybe he's found the <laughs> I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say right now. I'm speechless. Um... You it's know, look, quarterbacks Quarterbacks can throw five you picks. You for an entire game. You, you crush it for an entire game, and then you put the game on the leg of someone who, <laughs> who's really not a true athlete. Oh, who my. Who really isn't a true football player. All your work for 60 minutes is going to go into a guy that's like 5'7", 160 pounds. Oh. He's going to decide the fate of the football game. People, I'm just telling you right now, this has not been planned. This is all... This is coming from Aaron Murray's inner chest, his heart. He's saying this from deep down in his heart. And I'm I, just reiterating what I know. You're not. You, I thought it was pretty funny. You have some. You have some feelings. You have some pent up feelings. You can let them out. This is a safe space, okay? 
this is a safe space. Even though it's called punt and pass, and we always stress the importance of special teams, it's important to be honest on this podcast. So I appreciate what you're saying right here. It is understandable. I do get that. Before you cut me off and told us how you really feel, you said, hey, this, you know, this is a, a situation where a team fights their ass off to just get back in contention, hopefully have a chance to make it to overtime or to perhaps win the game. And then the kicker, the kicker goes out there and shanks it. That is a horrible feeling. I'll just tell you that right now. There is no worse feeling in the world. You know what else is a bad feeling? When quarterbacks turn the ball over 10 times in a football game. People <laughs> fumble the football. You can't even get to a fourth down to did you, punt did you see and Carolina start to win today, the field the position. Yes, I did. The, their starting receiver was going ham on Sam Darnold. Just ripping him to shreds. Yeah, I mean, and that's the beauty of football. Like, it is 11 men up, and of course, like, of course, when the kicker misses it, he's going to get the finger pointed at him. Uh, It just sucks because you want to help your team out, and it it seems like a growing issue among college kickers, Aaron. So uh, I, for one, agree with you. We have to address this issue. We have to address it head on, and and this, this epidemic of college kickers needs to be fixed. It needs to be turned around fast. Wow. Are you okay? Did you get that off your chest? Are, are we still friends? No, I feel good. I feel good. <laughs> okay. Here's majority of my life. So, um, got to give them some crap because they gave me plenty of crap. <laughs> I still love them. I still love them. Just not when they missed the winning field goal. That what very well said. Very well said. I'm glad you feel good. I'm glad you still love them. You know who else feels good? Um, our lady friends, Sharon and Jackie, after we took them to Solomon Brothers Jewelers this past weekend. That's right. This episode of Punt and Pass is brought to you by and presented by Solomon Brothers Jewelers. Solomon Brothers is the top-rated jewelry store in Buckhead and Alpharetta. They have the lowest prices on the highest quality jewelry and diamonds, guaranteed Solomon Brothers also offers interest-free financing options. They have custom jewelry designs, lifetime diamond upgrades, beautiful, I'm talking beautiful stores with amazing, impeccable service. We witnessed it firsthand a week ago in their Buckhead location, 17th floor tower place in Buckhead. Amazing views, fully stocked bar. TVs with sports on for the guys. The wives will be taken care of. Your girlfriends, your significant others, your partners will be taken care of the best way possible. Solomon Brothers has the biggest selection, the best quality, the lowest prices, and an in-store experience that is totally unmatched. Mention the Punt and Pass podcast. You get 10% off your jewelry purchase. I'm just telling you right now. You have to go check it out. The holidays are here. You have to go check out Solomon Brothers. It's awesome. I might have to bring Jackie back there again before Christmas, Thanksgiving, and all that fun stuff happens later on this month. And then, look, dude, we're, I mean, it's crazy because college football season, there's only a couple weeks left. It's nuts, Aaron. It's nuts. It kind of worries me. Uh, you had a great week last week, 2-0 and on your locks. That brings you to 5-6 and on your locks for the season. I went one and one. Again, we put two on the board this past week. I'm three and eight for my flip the field free pick. It's awful. It's atrocious. Twenty seven and twenty three for me against the spread this season, Aaron. You are twenty eight and twenty two. So you have a one game lead. I have to fix that. I absolutely have to fix that. But 
I want to talk about the Georgia game a little bit. Georgia takes care of Missouri 43-6. to Missouri does not score a touchdown, two field goals. Connor Bazelak did not play, as you mentioned last week, Aaron. You did not expect him to play. Georgia does not cover the 38-point spread, but they do win by 37 points. An amazing goal line stand at the end of the game. Missouri gets down there on the one-yard line. They run four plays at the one-yard line. The game is so out of hand already. But the fans are on their feet. The defense is, like, going nuts. Like, it's to win the SEC East. I mean, that's just how these guys are playing right now. Well, they didn't, they didn't really want fun the game to, to be like what happened versus Kentucky. I know. They didn't want it to be like Kentucky, where Kentucky, you know, teams, it's so funny. They cherish just one touchdown. Like, oh, my God, we scored a touchdown versus Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Even when it's completely garbage, the backups are in, there's – Five seconds to go on the clock in the fourth quarter, and it's like fourth and one, and you're still trying to get in because I got a touchdown versus the vaunted Georgia defense. Yeah. And we can hang, we can get on the bus and get on the plane and head home and feel good about ourselves. That just tells you how good this defense is. I know. That teams really care that much to do that at the <laughs> to end score of the game a touchdown. A touchdown. Any other defense, any other team, the game's out of control, they're just gonna run it. Not call a timeout, get out of there, make sure they stay healthy, get on the bus, get on the plane, and go home. But because it's Georgia's defense and because they don't give up touchdowns, they feel like they got to make some statement and get on the board somehow in the end zone that they're willing to even do it. And I think it just looks a little bit silly. Uh, them trying to waste some energy there when the game is clearly out of hand. Yeah, I mean, it was clearly out of hand. Uh, I know it was a little bit of a sloppy start for Georgia. What's crazy, I was at the game this weekend. I hadn't been to a noon game in quite some time, Aaron. I mean, those things come at you quick. I, I woke up, granted, I got up early, 7 a.m., took Bridget and Kara to go get some donuts. I mean, I'm in the car at 9.30, little bit of traffic, getting up to Athens. Like, park the car, and you got to get into the stadium because kickoff's happening. I mean, those noon games are so early. So it's understandable how sometimes these teams, I know we're a bit more removed from it now, but it's understandable how these teams do have a slow start. Uh, it was a little bit cooler out. It was not a college game day gay top 10 game with Arkansas in town. Uh, you could feel, but I'll, I'll tell you this. I will tell you this, Aaron. I was shocked at how many people were in the stands at noon. Fully packed house at noon. Uh, really cool atmosphere there as well as they honored Coach Mark Richt, our former head coach at Georgia. Close to 50 of his former team captains were there, Aaron. It was really, really awesome. They played an awesome video tribute. A couple of Braves were there as well. Blooper was there, the Braves mascot. Jock Peterson was there. I got to say what's up to Jock. Really cool for him. He must have taken 7 million pictures. 7 million pictures. This guy is the face of Atlanta. For good reason. He was super nice. He took pictures with everybody. I went up to him, and I kind of like, you know, icebreaker. Hey, Alex Wood, Kyle Farmer, a couple of our buddies. They came up through the Dodgers farm system with Jocks. He was like, oh, yeah, of course. I think that's how Jock got the invite or facilitated the Georgia game this weekend. Alex Wood and Kyle Farmer mentioned it to a couple of people in Georgia's administration. Of course, they're like, yeah, the dude just won the World Series. So he came up. I was like, how has it been? I go, this is the day after the parade, right, Saturday. I go, did you take it pretty deep last night? He was like, uh, yeah, obviously, probably for four straight days. And I said, look, I know you've taken a million pictures today, but you're about to take one more. And I had to get a picture with him. I mean, the guy's a stud. So really you cool to see him. One, yeah, one back-to-back World Series, won it last year with the Dodgers, right? And then yeah. This year, obviously, with the Braves, so – I'm happy that it was a packed house for our boy, Coach Rick. Yeah, I mean, that was you know, awesome. I heard it was – I wish I was there, had to work. 
Um, but I heard it was really special. I had tons of people hit me up about it saying it was extremely well done. Yeah, very well represented too. by former, by former uh, lettermen and captains of the team. So he deserves it. And it was a great victory. You know, I, Stetson looked good. It was good to see JT out there. But yeah. I think the fact that JT's healthy and Stetson still started tells you everything you need to know about what's going to happen the rest of the season. Okay, so let's talk about that a little bit because people are already saying, well, you know, Stetson wasn't the best start. Uh, he did put up pretty good statistics. JT did get in the game later on. Is Kirby going to play both of them moving forward? Look at the schedule. Tennessee this upcoming weekend, 330 game in Knoxville. I think the high is like 45 degrees. Tennessee's offense, I mean – Electric might be a little bit of an over-exaggeration, but Hendon Hooker can push the ball down the field. Josh Heupel is scheming up some pretty good stuff. Georgia has yet to have been challenged by a true passing attack. Uh, I'm not saying hold your horses, but let's look at the spread. We're going to talk about it on Thursday on punt and pass. I'm just saying this. If, for some reason, Georgia starts slow, Stetson, I don't know, turns the ball over, maybe they fumble the ball, maybe it's not Stetson's fault at all. But maybe Georgia is just off to a slow start. Tennessee somehow put some points on the board. Is there any hesitation to throw JT in the game if there's some sort of urgency needed on Saturday? Well, for how good Tennessee's offense was, I hope you watched how bad their defense is. They have I mean, no their defense is on the field. And, and, no and their depth. defense is on the field for over a hundred plays yeah. versus Kentucky. I mean, school record for Kentucky. Absolutely yeah. worn out. Worn out. They're gonna be dead. So I don't anticipate any resistance for Georgia's offense just to be able to hand the ball off and just run right down their damn throat the yeah. entire football game. I mean, listen, this is what's crazy. And we'll, we'll get obviously get into more depth on Thursday. But this is going to be the the most anticipated, possibly toughest game this season I know. for Georgia. I know. Who the hell would have thought that would have been the, the, the game? Of all the games that Georgia faces, Clemson, yeah. obviously that was a tough one to start the year off. But in the SEC, you know – you know, high expectations for Missouri, year two under Eli. Obviously, that didn't come out at all. Florida, Florida as always. Um, I mean, really, the West has been – Arkansas was a you know a good team. But they just mopped them up. That was, And I'm not being very competitive at all. This is possibly going to be Georgia's toughest opponent this entire year. Yeah. Yeah, who would have thought? Josh Heupel, first-year coach. Hendon Hooker. Crazy. I mean, who would have thought Hendon Hooker was going to be the starting quarterback heading into this season? But – they're playing really good, energized football up in Knoxville. And I thought this. This is why I picked Tennessee last week. I said, I think this is a great opportunity, talking about the Kentucky game on Saturday, to get a top 25 road win. Those things matter for a first-year head coach. Those things matter inside the locker room. It allows those guys to believe in what they're doing. So we'll wait and see what happens on Saturday. But I can guarantee you that Kirby Smart is giving that exact same message, Aaron, to the defense and to the football team. Hey, guys, you think you're tough. You think you're awesome. You're about to go play the toughest and hardest game that you have had all season long. So it will be a fun one to check out. Where are you at this weekend? Are you going to be on the East Coast? Or are you heading back out West? What are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm West Coast. Next two weeks before I get another uh, SEC game Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, so. who are you getting for Thanksgiving weekend? I got Arkansas, Missouri on Oh, that's Friday. a cool game. Yeah, that's the Friday game. Awesome. That's yeah. a good little rivalry game. Good for yep. you. Nice. So what game are you doing this weekend? I have, I'm going to Colorado Springs. I got Air Force, a little triple option, first triple option of the year. Love it. Versus Colorado State. Oh, nice, dude. So. Good for you. 
You know me in the Mountain West, baby. We don't mess around. Aaron we don't Murray mess around. in the Mountain West Conference match made speaking, in heaven. Speaking of speaking of 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 group of five leagues and teams, yes, uh, it's really irritating me just a little bit. Please. This whole Cincinnati thing, because I thought if you go back and watch Cincinnati film, I thought their offense actually moved the ball really well. Um, I thought Desmond Ritter actually played extremely well and had a bunch of drops and a bunch of plays that could have been explosives that the receivers should have caught. Uh, and I know it was a close game. I know Tulsa's not a good football team. They won it. They're undefeated. And if we're supposed to treat – my question is, if we're supposed to treat every season as a new season, every team is a new team, like yeah. you can't take into account that Alabama's been Alabama for the past 15 years, whatever. Alabama's not done anything like that since Alabama and did nothing like that before Alabama. Then Alabama almost loses to LSU at home, a very bad LSU team that they were favored by 20 and a half points. But we don't say anything about Alabama. Of course but Cincinnati not. loses a squeaker to Tulsa. Yeah. And they're undefeated. Oh, they, they can't be that good because they barely beat Tulsa. Alabama lost to a, a an offense that couldn't do anything in A&M. Yeah. And almost lost to LSU. But yeah. It's okay because they're Alabama. Like, why? why, why I, under, I, I get it. Obviously, yeah. But if we're supposed to treat every season new and every team new, then that shouldn't be the case. No, I agree. I I one hundred percent agree. And you and I both know it's because it's Alabama. One, they get the benefit of the doubt. Two, they are coached by Lord Saban. Three, anybody in the media is terrified to say anything bad about the Crimson Tide. But to that point, Aaron. If you put Alabama and Cincinnati on the same field next week, it would probably be Alabama 17.5-point favorite, right? It would not be close in the eyes of Las Vegas at a neutral site. So I think that's where that they're coming from. I don't trust anybody on the committee. I think that's been pretty well documented. I'm really interested to see what happens with the rankings after Tuesday night. Michigan State goes down. They were ranked number three. Uh, Ohio State, I called that. I thought that would be a close game, 26-17 to 17 over Nebraska. Really, it's coming down to who's going to come out of the SEC West, who's legit in the Big Ten. Uh, will Oregon come out of the Pac-12 to somehow make it into the college football playoff, and is there any way possible Cincinnati can get in? Certainly there is. It'll be fun to watch. It will be fun to watch, and I can't believe that we're already starting to prognosticate about who the final four in the college football playoff are going to be because it's that time of year. Thanksgiving, just a couple weeks away, my man. Just a couple weeks away. Another great weekend of college football action. Aaron, uh, anything else before I let you go, brother? No, I'm interested to see, obviously, this weekend with with Michigan State looked horrendous on defense. Purdue with the big upset. Um, Really, Michigan State just, they they can't stop the pass. I mean, McNamara two weeks weeks ago, Michigan – it's a Michigan team that hasn't passed the ball season. Had his best game of his year. Uh, and then you look forward to this past game. They just went up and down the field, just throwing it all over the place. Michigan State loses. It really was. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree. Uh, you kind of broke up there. Sorry, this is my fault. A little bit of choppy audio on this pod. Yeah. It's my fault. All good, though. 
All good. Uh, it's going to be an exciting weekend for sure, especially in the SEC, and we'll have that all covered right here on Punt and Pass. So that'll do it for this episode of Punt and Pass. Be sure to follow us on social media. Let us know if you just couldn't even bear this episode. I don't think it was that bad, though. At Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Drew Butler. Aaron is at Aaron Murray 11. Check out puntandpass.com and be sure to check out Solomon Brothers on Instagram as well. SolomonBrothers.com, a top rated jewelry store in Buckhead and Alpharetta. Solomon Brothers has the biggest selection, the best quality, the lowest prices, and the best in store experience you will ever have. It is totally unmatched. They have the lowest prices on the highest quality jewelry and diamonds, guaranteed. They also offer interest-free financing options. Solomon Brothers is for anyone with any budget. Be sure to mention Punt and Pass, and you get 10% off your jewelry purchase. Aaron and I were with Sharon and Jackie there last week in Buckhead, and we had the best time. It was awesome. SolomonBrothers.com. Solomon Brothers on Instagram. Tell them Drew and Aaron sent you. All right, for Aaron, I'm Drew. We'll talk to you on Thursday. See you. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback. Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And you Use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Peachtree Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954, MSRP 49,905, excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com.